Hello, this is Olive Q, and welcome back to the Bottleneck Podcast. I intended to kind of make this a part of a segment of, uh, but I'm going to just, I'm going to, it's going to be a standalone episode. You may hear some background noise. Unfortunately, there's nothing I can really do about it, but we're going to talk about some stuff. Yay. <laughs> so I have my vape and I have my water and let's just jump into it. I'm actually quite tired today. Um, I stayed up all night and I intended to record this last night, but it is eight o'clock in the morning. I ended up t- <laughs> accidentally taking a nap after I made fajitas. And it turned into me going to sleep at like nine o'clock, and then I went to, and then I woke up at one o'clock in the morning, and now I've been up ever since. So your girl tired. <laughs> okay, but Doctor Stone, season two, episode one, start of the Stone Wars. Great. I just, it wasn't necessarily great as much as I've been looking forward to it. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy the series because, like I said before, I've read the manga and I think there's no surprises, you know? So, spoiler, I'm going to, I'm actually going to talk about the episode. So, if you don't want to hear it, then. Uh, maybe fast forward a couple. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm going to, I'm going to spoil the episode. So it starts off with Sinker and Chrome and I can't remember his name. Gen. And, uh, Gen's telling a story about something. Um, Sinker's waking up and all of that stuff. To the kids and uh, trying to procrastinate, or rather, he's succeeding in procrastinating, but and getting other children to procrastinate too. So that was funny. And then Sinku comes up with the idea of making rum, like dried ramen, freeze dried ramen, which was pretty effing cool. Not gonna lie, it was great. And then, uh, that's when, in a minute, like, they make it, and then they go throughout the day, and then, um, night comes, and Sinku and, uh, again, are making this stay up there scheming and plotting, and Chrome is listening to it, and this they literally burst through the floor, like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I want to be included, basically. So they include him in it, and uh, what Sinku and Gen were talking about was making an artificial pop star. I can't remember her name for shit right now, <sighs> but yeah. So they do. They're talking about that, and uh, spoiler here too. They do do it in the manga, and it is it's pretty funny. I'm a hand position. 
they do do it in the manga. I'll just leave it there. It's really funny. And, uh, yeah. So, first episode of Dr. Stone. I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to them making more things. The little old guy who just get pumped up and his clothes burst off of him. It's freaking hilarious. Oh, Suika is hilarious. She's so pretty and adorable. Oh, I just love her. So cute. Um, so, yeah, those are some of my favorite characters. I do like Genro and... Is it Genro and Genro? I think. Yeah, I like those two guys, too. So I'm looking forward to see them do more things. But Chrome is awesome. So my absolute favorite characters. Chrome, Suika, Senku, Gen. Love them. And Tsukasa, but he's in his own camp. Baby boy is sexy. And it's kind of gross because, okay, like, he's a teenager in the anime. But it's been like 3,000 years. So, <laughs> I guess it, it's still kind of gross because it still has a mentality of uh, you know, a teenager that he had before he got turned to stone. So, whatever. Either way, dude's hot. I don't know. I got a thing for Gen, too. Uh, maybe that's... That's probably my problem with like real guys. <laughs> oh my god. I like control my mind with petty tricks. Ooh. But it's okay. Gen is hilarious. I like him. Oh, when he tricked, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but the spear guy. When he tricked the spear guy into. Thinking that he had punctured him or whatever. It was pretty cool. Let me see. I always get the crushes on characters that are most likely to die. And prime example. So Akame got killed. There's a character named Lava. I swear up and down that I did not think this dude was going to get murdered. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> Hey, whatever. I'm spoiling it. I'll put a disclaimer in the description or in the title. So, Takami Gakyo, I was not ex I was not expecting him to die. I literally thought he would be like one of the last characters to die. But he had to be all heroic and shit. And he and not only the way that he oh my god. He was all cool. He used all his strings and shit. And then, oh, the way he died, though, oh, it breaks my heart. Because I was sitting there like, nah, nah, y'all for real right now. <laughs> but, yep, they killed my boy. Oh, I think the first anime I watched where a character died that I was not expecting to die was Garen Lagan. And 
that shit blew me blew my mind because back in the day when i was watching um, anime the only places i can get it was like on demand with comcast or um i'd have to wait for stars i can't remember it was which one it was and either way it was a stars encore and around that time when i was like 17 18 they were playing anime on um I forget what it's called. Oh, the Sci-Fi Channel. I like the Sci-Fi Channel had a lot of, you know, they play a lot of scary movies, you know, stuff that was like spacey and sciency, you know. But then they have anime. Um, let's say once a week. I can't remember if it was once a week or every day, but I had to watch Garan Lagan on the sci-fi channel and I'm, I didn't miss quite a few episodes because you know I had church and stuff like that to go to so I finally I'm finally able to watch it and I get out and it's the episode where um fuck I can't remember his name give me a second I'll find that okay so I got it his name is Kamina Kamina? Kamina? Okay, whatever. Kamina. And I was not... I was not expecting that. Up to that point, I was used to shit like Naruto. Well, I started watching anime a very long time ago. You know, like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. But I didn't get super, super into it until I was like 16. Like 15, 16, 17. So... Yeah. So up to that point, I was like used to shit like Naruto, and um, I had never. I was watching Cowboy Bebop, you know. But at that point of time, I had never seen the end of Cowboy Bebop, or like the end of Trigon. So now that I know, you know, those had some pretty intense endings. I'm like, crap, who would have watched those at the age that I was watching it and watched the ending. Then I probably would have been in a state of melancholy, like just destroyed. Because like, who fucking, who better than Spike? And he dies. Like, oh, what? Wolf Rose. What? No. But yeah, I, 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 as an adult... You know, I was actually out on my own, and um, I finally got to watch, oh fuck, Samurai Shampoo is another one where, like, crazy stuff happens, but thank God no one does it then. But yeah, when I was out on my own, I finally got got the chance to watch uh, Trigon and Cowboy Bebop from beginning to end, and it blew my mind. It was great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I do I do like a lot of older anime though. Like say for instance Dirty Pear or um what the heck? That was this one I really like Pat Labor, probably the only um mech anime I like. <laughs> I did like Go Danner for a little while, but I never finished that and that just goes to show like 
my love for Max just kind of went downhill. And for a little bit, I was watching Iron. Was it Iron Blood Blockade? Oh yeah, no, that's that's another anime entirely. <sighs> anyway, there was another anime, uh, Gundam anime, that I was watching, and I've really been thinking about rewatching it. Because I was watching it when it first came out, and I didn't know that it was a Gundam anime. Am I, am I, is it right that I'm calling it a Gundam anime? I think so. But because I never prepared for any of this stuff, and I just be going off the top of my head, and I, I just get to talking, I don't know the name of the anime, so I'm going to look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Iron Blood Orphans. Um, I was watching it um, when it was coming out uh, weekly. And there was one character. I just couldn't stand him at all. He was just so like, I don't know, I just didn't like him. But he was like, because the main character, I'm seeing his name as... Mizuki August? Wait a damn minute. Yes. So, and then I guess Olga? No, see, I'm thinking, I think I'm reading the voice, the voice actor's names. Either way, there was a main character and then there's the, uh, the boy that the main character looked up to. And I swear to you, I kept saying, he's gonna die, he's gonna die. But then I got sidetracked with something and I stopped watching it. It was like, I'll get back to it eventually. But I liked the art and I did like the main character. And I'm pretty sure, I think I made it up to like episode four and that's about it. So I am heavily thinking about watching that. And hopefully I like it because I am not a fan of Max at all. Like, the, the, uh, besides Pat Labor and, like, the entire Pat Labor franchise thing. I, ooh, off track, off subject a little bit. But they did, like, a, a more up-to-date little, what do you call it? They did an up-to-date little thing for Pat Labor a couple years back. And it was so great. But anyway, back on track. The last Gundam anime that I actually watched, not necessarily enjoyed, was like Gundam Seed Destiny. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait. Yes, Gundam Seed. I clapped. Sorry, that was too loud. Back, okay, back to the sci-fi channel where I was watching Garan Langan. Gundam Seed Destiny, I mean, Gar <laughs> Gundam, well, I don't know if it was zero zero or oh, oh, but I watched that. I had nothing else to watch, so I did watch that. Did I enjoy it? Mm, probably, no. <laughs> it had beautiful art, not gonna lie, very beautiful. Um... My head is a G. I would say that 
um, what is it called? Code Geass. I would say that Code Geass is a favorite, but my poor, poor, ignorant self trying to find episodes of Code Geass on YouTube stumbled across the ending by mistake, and that ruined the entire anime for me. And I've never been able to go back and watch it. The most I can do is watch the abridged version by Purple Eyes WTF. And that shit is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I'm at soup. <laughs> so yes. Um Yeah, I have a I have a long history of just hating on Gundam or Gundam or Mech anime. At one time, I can't remember what the name of it was. It's something new. Um, as a matter of fact, I will need to... It's on Funimation. It's called Listeners. That's what it's called. And I didn't think that was a, a mech anime. I didn't read the description. I and you know when when the pandemic started and uh, COVID hit, uh, everything kind of just ceased. It all stopped. Everything stopped, and for a little while, only like the first episode of Listeners was up. Oh, Funimation, but it makes it very clear that it's a mech anime in the beginning <laughs> on the first episode. And I gave it a try, but I just find the idea of, like, the, the physics of piloting something so big, so stupid, to the point that I hate it. <laughs> well, I guess hate is a strong word for an anime. Uh, well, no, there's an anime that I hate. But I feel like hate is a strong word to hate for a genre, I guess. Thank you. I don't know. I don't like Max. And I'm going to give Iron Blood Orphans a try. And I more than likely will try and give listeners another try. Because it did seem pretty interesting. It kind of reminded me of this... Um, this anime I watched a little while ago, where this girl, like, okay, so they live, okay, this girl, she lives in, like, this spaceship, but she's not even, like, her physical self, and she comes, she has to come down to Earth, water break, excuse me, she had to come down to Earth because something has been brought, hacking their systems, and broadcasting this uh, message asking people to go with them out into space and well, obviously no one's paying attention to it like you know no no one's paying attention to it so she ends up having to put on she, she they grow her a body like it's insane. They grow her a body and she gets in the body and then it it sends her to Earth in this pod. So she had to basically learn how to use an actual body for a little bit. 
And that was hilarious. And I was like, hmm. I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm on Netflix looking for it right now. <laughs> but it's not there. Um, and she has this really cool guy, this really cool dude that um, helps her go through all of the finding stuff. Spoiler alert. It's this little robot um, that was left behind. And he's building a spaceship to go out into the world. And he's become sentient. Well, to a degree. As sentient as a, as a robot can become. That's another... Uh, that is another story that I might get into today. But I need to figure out the name of this anime. Because it's going to drive me crazy. So the little robot is building a spaceship and he plans to go out into space. He's basically upholding the um, the programming or rather the wish of the humans that had built him in the first place. And it's, it's really bittersweet because literally no one wants to go with him. and. I'm just like, why? He has literally everything you need to sustain. And no one wants to go with him. Eventually, some crap pop off. They're going to... The people in a spaceship are going to kill a little robot. But the girl that they sent down was like, I don't see an, a problem with him. He's just trying to go out of, go to outer space. Mm-hmm. And the powers that be are like, nah, fuck that. I don't give a shit. What are you trying to do? He already done hacked our stuff. He gotta die. So she rejects that idea. And they're like, oh, you been insubordinate? Really? So they put her in a hole somewhere. And well, yeah. But the little robot hacks into the system. And he saves her. And... End up getting in a body. It's called Expelled from Paradise. And I do believe it's a movie and not a series. And um, it was rather enjoyable. Even though it, mm, they've been doing this thing with certain anime lately. And I've noticed it on Netflix quite a bit. And it's the 3D type of animation. It's bad. <laughs> like, it's come a long way from the way that it was before. But it's so bad. Thankfully, I didn't notice it too much in uh, this in Expelled from Paradise. And I really didn't notice it in Doro. What is it? Doro Hidoro? Yes. Oh, I like that. That's a good anime. I really want to see it again. It's so whimsical and fun and it needs a season two and like it's getting kind of wacky you know like by the end of it it's like oh man i don't know what the fuck is going on but i need more <laughs> so that i'm looking forward to netflix hurry the hell up give me more of doro hitero and we won't have any problems okay
I mean, I could give it. Oh God, no! I clicked on this other anime that I absolutely cannot stand the look of. It's called Revisions, and I kind of want to watch it, but it's got that really shitty ass 3D animation, and. I mean, it's not that bad. I've only watched like half the first episode. So, I felt okay. <laughs> I, okay, another one on Netflix is called Ingress. And I hate it. I just absolutely hate the animation. And it's keeping me from watching. Like, nothing's really keeping me from watching it. You know, I can watch it. I can. If I can get over the ridiculous urge to vomit. You know, but I could try, probably. I don't. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't know. One day when I don't have anything to watch, I'll probably legit sit there and and watch it. But right now, nah. I'm also the type of person because I know Berserk also had. Um, a problem with shitty 3D anime. I'm gonna move the mic back. I'm being, I feel like being really loud. There we go. So I know Berserk, one of these Berserks had a problem with really shitty, um, animation. 3D animation. And I haven't seen it. Honestly, I haven't seen any other Berserk series, to be honest. And I tend to stay away from anything that people can anything that people consider godly i guess in the anime world i gotta lie this is just some money this is just how i became as an adult in their 30s so but before you know i'd be all on the cowboy bebop the fucking um Alright, shampoo the hype train. And no one no one really talks about big O. <sighs> I fucking love Big O. Okay? Why do people never talk about it? Oh I'm not gonna get into that right now. Maybe I'll get into it in another episode. But Big O is great and I'm gonna try to convince you guys why you should watch it i'm gonna actually do research for this and <sighs> i just love big o okay <laughs> so i'm gonna actually do research this time it'll be something that I, i'll make a conscious effort for because i love that show of anime dorothy wainwright oh boy so yes I still don't quite understand the ending, but I think if I rewatched it now, because I rewatched it a, a couple years ago, and if I rewatch it now, I probably get a better idea of like everything. So yes, I'm gonna do a little research for Big O. I'm gonna talk about Big O, and yeah, oof, back to 3D. Weird ass 3D animation. What the fuck were they thinking when they made Ghost in a Shell 
I'm so mad about it. I am a huge fan of Gits. I love Ghost in the Shell. I watch any and everything that has to do with Ghost in the Shell. But I haven't been able to watch uh, Ghost in the Shell, SAC, SAC 2045. I've not been able to watch it. And I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I do say I'm, I'm you know what? I haven't watched the Ghost in the Show movie, live action movie, with uh, Scarlett Johansson. I really just don't think she can act. <laughs> She's beautiful, that's for sure. And, um,. I don't know how I feel about it. People, everybody was up in arms because they were like, why didn't you use an Asian woman to be the major? And I'm just like, well, the major uses several different bodies. If they came out with another movie, a completely different woman could play her. So it doesn't matter if they use the white woman or not. Matoko is Matoko, and as long as they capture the essence of her, that's all I'm care. That's all I care about. She doesn't need to be a Japanese woman in order to be Matoko. I do get that a lot of the time she is in a Japanese body, but it's fine. See, I'm looking at the first episode of of the Ghost in the Shell. And I wasn't sure how I felt about the anime, um, the animation. And it looks okay. It looks okay. A lot of people were, didn't like Arise because of her, her tomboyish body. And I was just like, you guys are fucking weird. Ghost in the Shell. It's Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Except when it comes down to the live action movie. That's something else entirely. That's my opinion. Da, 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 da. Okay. I wonder, is this English dub? Is this English dub? Oh, it is English dub. Ooh. Um, how many episodes does it have? Uh-uh-uh. Give me a second. I probably should press pause, but I'm not. Um episodes and more oh wow okay yeah oh shit there's okay there's there's 12 episodes which is pretty good so ghost in a shell i never know how to say sac i can't remember what it stands for but whatever 2045 so i'm gonna probably check that out i have to check i gotta watch iron blood orphans I gotta watch listeners. I gotta watch this Ghost in the Shell. I've been really, really hesitant to watch this Ghost in the Shell because I am concerned about the animation. The good thing is it's not that weird cell shading mess. It's almost not even shell cell shading. I'm not even I'm not even sure what you would call that animation, but it's not that. I feel like I got off track for a second <laughs> and I'm not sure what I was talking about but 
Here we are. I'm going to roast in the shell. Obviously, the first um, the first thing I've ever seen when it comes down to Ghost in the Shell was the movie. And back then, I've, ah, the animation for that anime movie, that movie was so good. I love that, like, I know everybody talks about that scene where she's ripping the top off that tank and you can see the the muscles or pseudo muscles, whatever you want to call it, bulging and popping in her back. So good. Like another really old one, Akira. I don't know how. I watched that anime and movie and I don't understand all the hype surrounding it, to be honest. Well, the old hype. I don't think anybody's talking about Akira now. Except I think there's supposed to be a live action version coming out sooner or later. But, yeah. I don't understand. It was good. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I sat there and I, I watched it and I enjoyed it. Because Akira was one of the first anime that my uncle watched. And I felt like I needed to also experience it. Which is a strange thing, but that's just how I work. And um, so I watched it. And I don't know. I still don't have a proper opinion about it. I remember it being in the, back, uh, in the background of one of Kanye West's videos and thinking, wow, that's cool. This is before I watched it, obviously. And, uh, and I watched it. Mm-mm-mm water break shoot I'll be thirsty I'm talking too damn much it's like I don't talk to anyone but yeah so that's enough about anime I think for the moment and let's talk about having friends that are um not necessarily difficult but uh interesting so we'll get to that after the the quick sponsor, and I'll see you guys when I return. And we're back. Thank you for listening to my little sponsor. Even though it's it literally gives me sense. <laughs> okay, but yes, let's talk about friends. So. I'm not a person who makes a lot of friends. Um, I've never been that way ever since I was a child. And I used to watch my brothers, you know, be friendly and have friends and, and people would gravitate toward them. But I was always a dark little shadow in the background. <laughs> pretty, pretty emotionless. Emotionless? Emotionless. It, it, um, I got tired of people telling me to smile all the time. And it was like, there's nothing to be happy about, so why do I need to smile right now? And, uh, that made it difficult to make friends. And it obviously made me a target. <laughs> it made me a target for bullies, obviously. So, that's how it is. 
So now that I'm older, it's become even more of a challenge to make friends. So I do my best to try to hold on to the ones that I have. So when any of them, like currently I have no friends. And when any of them, the ones that I had, would do something to, I don't know, it just wasn't right. It just didn't fit with how I feel. I would leave. I'd just leave and disappear. And they'd never hear from me again. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to do now with um, my backstabbing friend Star and my ex he's an idiot but I have I enjoyed our time together so I really did consider him and the other dude my best friends but they fucked me over pretty bad <sighs> but let's sit that over there to the left and come back to the center and let's talk about me as a kid and how I was and how I learned to cope with being the quiet one. So, I was quiet, but I read a lot. I used to read all the time. I loved books. I still love books. I buy books all the time. <laughs> Do I read them? No, but I buy books a lot. I have calmed down a bit, but yeah. So, I was very wordy. I learned a lot of words, and I learned how to speak well. And my teachers adored that about me. And um, that's when I realized, oh, if I speak well, I can get attention too. My teachers will like me. I didn't take into account that the people in the hood or whatever where I grew up would be like, why are you talking like white people? That's what white people talk, which is retarded, first of all. And second of all, being able to speak properly has nothing to do with race. Like, the fuck? Absolutely nothing to do with race. And uh, it's been something, it's been a big part of me. I've always felt like I needed to speak as proper as possible. And uh, it's, it's taken me a long time to understand that I can throw in some ebonics, I can be loud. I can be a little reckless with the way that I speak, and I don't have to always be soft-spoken. That was one of my biggest issues, especially with, oh, we're going to bring friends back here from the, from the left, put it back right here in the center. <laughs> the friends that I had before, um, I believe I named them red and orange, either red and blue, I don't know. Uh, 
I could get, you know, I could laugh. I would laugh, 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 laugh. But I was still very soft-spoken and kept myself as ladylike as possible. I would always flirt, you know, sometimes here and there. But I was quiet. And that wasn't good for me. And I felt like certain individuals kind of preyed on that. And... It's mostly, you know, my fault for letting it get to the point that it did. And, uh, yeah. So the current situation is that I have this friend. And things are a little weird right now. And I don't know if it's just that it's weird with me or if it's weird with him. And I'm thinking it's more something that's that's wrong with me. It's not so much that I want his attention as it is that when he sends me a message and starts a conversation, I want you to actually, I want him to talk to me, you know? It's like, you messaged me, so talk to me. And it'll be like, oh, hey, how are you? Or hey, hey yo, or something. And I'll take maybe 10 or so minutes to get back to him, mainly because I'm doing something else. And I get back to him quick. And then he won't get back to me either at all or all day or several hours. And I don't know. I don't know what that is. It kind of, I don't know. And normally, I'd take that as they're just not that interested in being friends with me. But I've known this dude, like, a little bit under a year and a half. He did disappear for a little while. But, you know, he came back. And he's an okay he's an okay dude, you know. I do feel like I'm mean to him sometimes. But not out of, like, malice. Just nitpicky, you know, or you're telling him about his little escapades with online females. So, like, I haven't had a genuine friendship with a guy that wasn't like, hey, I gotta be this person's big sister, or hey, I gotta be this person's mom, you know? So, right now, I, I don't know, I'm at a loss because I don't know if I should talk to him about it, if it's just me being, if it's just me being, you know, anxious for no reason, if things are actually okay, you know, and it's, it's very hard for me to like reach out to someone and ask them, you know, like, hey, I feel like this, this, and this is going on. You know, what are your thoughts on it? Because I did that before with him, and this might be the reason why he doesn't really talk to me anymore. This is all just speculation. It's assumptions, you know. He hasn't said anything about it. But... 
yeah. I told him before, I'm like, hey, I just recently lost all my friends and I would really, I really don't want to get um, weirdly attached to you and I also don't want to get a crush on you or anything like that. And then start going out of my way to learn about your habits and the things you like and get into your personal life. And I, I don't know if he took that into account. And that's why he doesn't talk to me as much anymore. Or, um, I don't know. And, you know, I told him I just want to be normal. I just want our friendship to just be normal. And, um, maybe that was me jumping the gun and making a situation out of nothing. But I tend to do that all the time, so... <laughs> so that's why I'm debating I don't know if I should message him and be like hey I feel like really anxious about some stuff and I don't know if I don't know if this is also something that you're feeling because at this point you know it's like one word here and there, a sentence here and there. Sometimes I can get them to, you know, have a conversation, but it usually gets cut off because he's like, oh, well, this keyboard I'm using is bad, or, um, you know, or I guess he's, you know, it's busy with family or something, and, you know, I'd be busy with family too. Or I just be wanting to chill. But the urge to talk to someone comes up. And talking to the same person, like my sister-in-law, my mama, and then I call, you know, my brothers and stuff. And um, just talking to them, you know, they're my family. Family and then friends are different species <laughs> like different species entirely and it's, I'm not saying that you can't show who you are when you're with your friends but your family regardless of how you are what you think you are any of it they will love you and um I know that's not for every, not everyone's family is like that, but my family is. And sometimes, you know, like, I love you, but I have to love you from afar. They still love you, though. Well, they still love me. Not you, it's my family. You. <laughs> so, yeah, having friends, um, especially on the internet, is difficult. Because you can't gauge the reactions. You can't gauge um, if they're being truthful. And my habit is that I come out the gate being truthful. Like, that's just me. Like, anything you want to know? Hey, I'll ask. 
I mean, I'll ask, I'll answer. <laughs> but when it comes down to me, I don't know. I guess I'd just be afraid of whatever answer I'm going to get. And I'm scared that he's going to tell me like, oh, well, yeah. I, I don't really, you know, I'm not really feeling this friendship. And... Honestly, I'm just only keeping it up because, you know, sometimes you message me or sometimes I ain't got nothing to do, so I message you and uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, like, I really would not want to deal with something like that. Ooh. I managed to not yawn for quite a while and this bitch stuck up on me alright oh yeah this is something that at this point I don't know at this point it's starting to feel like friendships or anything like that are honestly Man, once it starts, they don't stop. Fucking <laughs> yawn. Anyway, it's starting to feel like friendships aren't something that I want anymore. It's like, I would love to be in a relationship. I think. <laughs> I don't know about that anymore either. But, um, yeah. Friendships aren't necessarily something that... I feel like I need right now and with this weirdness going on I'm like I'm not gonna delete them or anything but I do feel like I might not want to talk to them anymore for a while at least but yeah I don't know maybe I'll maybe I'll ask him Maybe I'll ask him, like, hey, i just been kind of noticing some, you know, strange tension you know, between us. Not, like, anything crazy. It just feels like, uh, maybe, maybe we don't want to talk to one another or something like that. Because it would be, you know, it'd be wrong to just be like, hey. You don't want to talk to me or what? <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, those yawns are from being sleepy. <laughs> not just my random normal yawn where I'm just talking and out of nowhere, it's freaking like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, I really, really, really want to be friends with this dude, you know? And I guess I haven't genuinely wanted to be friends with someone in a long time. Well, I wanted to be, I wanted to be friends with Justin. 
whatever my, my ex's name is Justin I think I already said that but I wanted to be friends with him and we were friends but I didn't expect to develop feelings for him the way that I did and uh, it was too late <laughs> he was a giant man child and um, I still like him obviously but there's nothing I could do about it you know he's made up his mind that I'm not worth the trouble and I'm glad that I did make as much distance as I possibly could you know disappearing for those two weeks and a half did us did me what well, did me well like really really well so yeah and then there's star I didn't necessarily want to be friends with him because he was so much younger than I am and I met star when he was 17 he's 19 now maybe 20 this year and um, I didn't necessarily want to be friends with him because he was too young and my dumbass decided you know what nah it'll be a good idea let's it'll you know this will be it'll be fine you know everything will be fine like he seems to be a bit more mature hell in some cases he was more mature than Justin and that's fucking sad because Justin is 25 going on 26 so yeah but I messed up and I put too much faith in the boy and that was where I messed up it sucks because I really did look at style like he was my little brother uh, as close to a brother on the internet as you could be and I honestly wanted to meet him one day and I was going to ask him if maybe he wanted to fly out to Chicago, we could hang out, I'll pay for it, you know. And, yeah. But no. No, he stabbed me in the back, you know. I don't know if him and Justin still hang out or not. And I don't care. Because they are not my friends anymore. Maybe they could be one day again, but no, not now. And like I said on another episode, I did check on my ex because he lives in a red state in the, in the south. And um, he got back to me. I sent another message. He never got back to me about that one. And okay it's okay and uh, I feel okay about it the reason I talk about these three people um, is because these are the first friends that I made on my own before any friends that I had were my uncle's friends it was started off as my cousin's friends 
because they went to school together, then they became my uncle's friends, and then they became my friends. And we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and video games and stuff like that together. Dungeons and Dragons, all that, you know. But I always felt kind of left out, you know. I always felt like this isn't my place, this isn't my spot. This isn't where, this is just temporary. And I miss Justin and Sarah, and we had another friend called, I had another friend called Boss, who I kind of dated for like a week, but then he did something to embarrass me to the point that I, I honestly had to rethink everything because he was even younger than Justin. He was older than Star, but younger than Justin, and I had to rethink everything. Because the one that um, I thought I thought Boss was pretty cool, I'm like, you know, I was like, he was cool. I ended up in a party shop with him by myself for whatever reason, and I thought he was pretty cool. But the one that I liked was Justin, and there was this fucking dude. I told y'all about him. His name was Lola. He came out of nowhere talking about, hey, so uh, I heard Boss likes you, and I was like, oh, um. He's okay, and I kind of like him too, um, a little bit. Wait, is this happening? Is that one of Anyway, I said, like, oh, you know, I kind of like him too, a little bit. And, I don't know. He was like, oh, I'm surprised you don't like Han, which is Justin's character name, and whatever, PlayStation name. And I was like, oh... He's, you know, he kind of hit the nail right on the head. So, it's a, you know, I was taken aback. And he was like, yeah, I'm surprised you don't like him. He's the most like me. And I immediately got turned off by the idea. And was like, well, Boss is like a better option. So, I went and uh, me and Boss were getting a little close. We weren't close enough. And, um... When he came out of nowhere and embarrassed me in front of all our friends, I had to really rethink everything. And I did. And I told him that we should end this uh, because I don't think, you know, I'm like, I don't think I like you the way that, a, you know, like a boyfriend and girlfriend should. And I tried to make sure I was very gentle about it. And the problem, one of the other problems was that me and Justin would get along so well. We'd be some, you know, in the party chats with all our other friends and him and I would be getting along so well that it would make them uncomfortable. And that's why, that's why I said that he's one of my very best friends. Because our sense of humor were was very close to one another's, and I don't know if that just makes me childish or him adult like I don't know, but yeah, I miss those guys. But at this, I've made my decision at this point, and those two are no longer my friends. 
Now back to the friend that I talk to every now and then. I don't know. I think I'll take the chance to bring it up and ask him, like, hey, do you think you think the way that we interact with each other right now is stale or stagnant or a bit off? And see what he says. <sighs> yeah, making friends is difficult. And I don't really want to make any more friends. So if this friendship with the person that I'm talking to now doesn't work out, fuck it. And I'm not going to go out of my way to make friends again. If that makes any, well, I'm pretty sure it makes sense. And I'm not being pessimistic. I'm not throwing myself a pity party. I just genuinely don't want to do it. That's all there is to it. But I think I've talked long enough and I'm sleepy, but I'm not going to go to sleep. I'm going to eat the rest of these fajitas and probably check out Ghost in the Shell or watch YouTube. Don't know. I've really been in, been? <laughs> I've really been into Mia Maple lately. I just think she's adorable and she's kind of like my little, whenever I watch her, I feel relief it's like watching a slice of life anime and yeah <laughs> so this is olive q signing off thank you for listening to the bottleneck podcast and if there's someone you love make sure you tell them <laughs>